BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hour number two officially underway here on a Wednesday morning of the early line. Joe and Erie, Donnie Wright side here, Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Network. Let's take a look at what happened on the diamond yesterday. And we just talked about in a segment, Joe, of the pitch clock and how we like it and how the players like it or the fans like it. Now, last night again in Miami, that was a really fast game in under two hours. Now, one guy that wasn't ready for a fast game was Manny Machado. Now, the Diamondbacks went mm. in to take on the Padres yesterday, came away with an 8-6 to six victory, but right out of the gate. Manny Machado ejected. Why? Because he struck out. Wow. Was it a bad call? There actually wasn't even a call at the plate. The call at the plate was actually, you took too much time getting back in the box. You're out. Strike three. Manny didn't like it. He got tossed right away. These are the lightning rod moments that we're probably going to see over the first month until players fully adjust. But I watched a play overall, and Manny Machado was just hanging out in the box, adjusting some gloves here, having some fun. Hey, strike three. And there, away we go, Joe. Yeah, and it's um, (laughs) guys like Machado, and uh, there's a few others that uh, it's going to, it's an adjustment period uh, here because, you know, to them, the idea that I can't adjust my glove, right, his batting glove, or I got my hand up, and, and you and I both know the ump probably said, let's go, speed it up. And he was probably had something to say back to him. And because he was even asked uh, afterwards, he, they asked Machado, like, what what was said between you and the ump? And he said, well, it's between us. So I can only imagine what he, uh, what he told the ump about his pitch clock there. And then uh, it didn't work out all that well. But uh, it may be the first, right? The first ejection. It ain't going to be the last uh, this year. I think we're going to see more and more of that. And listen, if it sticks, it's just going to be a part of the game. There are going to be some guys in some games in 162-game season, Donnie, they're going to be like, screw this. I'm I'm out. Yeah, (laughs) I'm out of here. I'm going to equate a story from back into the 1990s because yesterday with Machado, like maybe it plays into it. Lenny Dykstra played for the Mm -hmm. Phillies in the early 1990s and actually said Jim Fergosi one day, hey, you're going to have the day off the very next day. Well, he went out, had a good time on Mm -hmm. the town, and it turns out he had to play the next day. So his first at bat leading off, he told the umpire, throw me out of the game. I'm just going to argue with him. And Mm -hmm. he got ejected because I guess he was a little bit hungover from that. Like Machado, it almost looked like to me, Joe, he was looking for the flight. 
because if you watch yep. how the play went down, most guys, like if you're just outside the box and not paying attention, like, oh, no, I forgot. It looked like he was like, watch this. I'm going to stand in the box but yep. not really pay attention, adjust my gloves, and then act shocked as if that strike three came here. So something to keep an eye on, which sometimes early in the season, you want to maybe set the tone with an umpire or something. Maybe Manny Machado did that. But yes, how about that? The Padres now, three and three on the season. Joe actually picked them to win the World Series. So not a great start, but let's certainly see what happens. Ooh. You want to talk about, Joe, not a great start? The Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> I had no. I thought they had oh. no chance even to win last night. They come away with a 4-1 to one victory. Finally, the Phillies get a win after a World Series run last year. It looked like it might never yep. come, but Matt Strom provides a good performance in the Bronx. The Phillies pick up a much-needed victory yesterday. Yeah, and Schwarber, uh, you know, swinging the bat uh, well. Ooh, yeah. And listen, they were in some good, you know, that that tech that Texas series was interesting to say the least. Uh, there were at least one or two games there. I mean, the whole uh, the whole Nola nine run anything was just oh, mind blowing on, to yeah. me. Uh, they're not a one and four team here. This is not going to be the trajectory of this team. They are going to get better. That next round with Nola and Wheeler, I think we're going to see a different Phillies team moving forward. Starts today. Here's we welcome in the radio audience here. You're watching and listening live to the early line on the Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. <laughs> it's Joe and Donnie in the morning talking some Major League Baseball. Yeah, imagine the Phillies get swept in their first two series, then show up at home for their home opener and get yeah. resoundly booed. That's what Philadelphia fans do. So at least they got the one win out of the way. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here. Another team, no surprise. How about those Rays? 10-6 to six win, which, oh, wow, they scored 10 runs. But five and zero to start the season. It's just what the mm -hmm. Rays do here, Joe. Every year, it is rinse and repeat, and they get pitching after pitching after pitching. If it ain't Springs, you know, you go down the list, it's Fleming, and Fleming got lit up like a Christmas tree there. Ten hits and five runs, I think, in the first three innings, but it didn't matter because Tampa's like, we're just going to score more than you anyway with Chad Cool on the mound. Like, come on. Uh, listen, the Nats are going to win. I'm saying it right now. They are going to be lucky to win 20 games uh, this year. And I doubt they might not even get to that. Uh, it's going to be <laughs> terrible for the Knicks this year, Donnie. Uh, but Tampa Bay, hey, you can only play who's in front of you. And uh, this team is doing exactly what they do every year. They give you great pitching. They don't strike out a ton. They put the ball in play. Now that there's no shift, um, I think the Tampa Bay Rays are, uh, they're going to be a team we got to keep an eye on, unfortunately, as a Yankee fan, uh, moving forward. By the way, the Nationals, I mean, if the, the ownership group just, you know, had any sense at this point, they were World Series champions just a few years ago with one of the best rosters yep. in baseball from pitching to hitting to bullpen. What happened here at the Nationals? I understand they got, you know, cheap as an ownership group, but barely able to draw up the ballpark now. You take a look at a team with no hope. What would you get excited for for the Nationals? And it wasn't one of those teams that's like, hey, it's going to take a while to rebuild. You had all the superstars. Bryce Young was in his – or Bryce Harper's in his prime. You let him go. Juan Soto, the same thing. Now, Rendon might have been a good move, but one after another, pitcher or hitter, down there. It's just amazing that that happened. Now, a lot more stuff yep. happened on the diamond. we get to next and then also get to the previews for Wednesday baseball as well. Come back to Moneyline. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You know it's spring when we're talking baseball right here on the early line on a Wednesday morning. Continue our recap of what took place on the diamond last night, then shifting our focus over to tonight's action. Break up the Pirates 3-2 and two now on the season. Maybe it's not the We Are Family 1970s teams, but still a good look for the Pirates picking up another win against the Red Sox 4-1 to one overall. And if you are in negotiations with your ball club here, what a way to start for Brian Reynolds. Absolutely on fire. Pay the man, Joe. Nope. Absolutely, uh, pay the man. You got to be uh, kidding me. And listen, I thought the Pirates, uh, and call me crazy, or Pirates, uh, Reds, uh, that division mm-hmm. is intriguing to me because uh, I faded this year. Uh, the Brewers were uh, my uh, the win total fade there. I went under 85 and a half because I'm not buying the Brewers lineup here. And they've started off great, but. You know, they're good at home. We'll see what uh, what they can do on the road. But this Pirates team has shown itself yeah. now in just the first couple of games here. They are not going to be an easy uh, out at all. And they're not going to be easy uh, today, too. What Kluber, I don't even think he made out of the second inning. Did he in his first start there with the uh, with the Red Sox here? I don't. Uh, I like Keller. I like the opportunity that uh, that they have to steal another one here uh, today in this afternoon matchup in uh, in Boston. Give me the Pirates here. Keep it moving here with the Mets and the Brewers here. Nine to nothing, Joe. Is it already early enough in the season where we can sit back with ourselves and say, oh, no, the Mets are having a closed-door meeting players only? Well, that's what it feels like after getting rocked back-to-back days by the Milwaukee Brewers. Nine to nothing, Scherz on the mound, back-to-back-to-back home runs he gives up. It's not time to panic yet for the Mets, is it? Um, yes. Uh, well, no, I mean, it's not time to panic for yeah. anybody here. Don. I like, like it. It's button. everyone Hit it. Hit it. settle down. Everyone There's a whole lot of games still to come. But I will say this, and you and I were talking about this uh, off air that what did you expect when you your your entire rotation relies upon a couple of dudes that are pushing to 40 years old like father time um you know doesn't lose to anybody here you you don't have verlander scherzer's lost velocity now it's the second game in a row where 
uh, the spin rate isn't there. And oh, yeah, by the way, um, the velocity is not there. So that is a recipe for disaster. If that's the top of your rotation, Donnie, you lost your closer. Like, my goodness. Um, they are going to have to score a lot of runs to win games this year. And that's not necessarily a recipe for disaster for the Mets. Uh, recipe for success, rather, for the Mets. Yeah, you're taking a look at some power pitchers too, right? You lose maybe the best closer in the game. The best one-two punch in the game is questionable because one's not even pitching right now, and the other one is not pitching well. A lot to be decided here for the Mets. And again, it's very early in the season to already have all of these question marks. The Blue Jays here end a little streak here, picking up a 4-1 to win over the Royals. This is a game yesterday where I thought we would get more runs here. About 80 degrees, mm -hmm. some showers in the forecast, but a heavy wind blowing out the left field. Salvador Perez was my FanDuel Dinger Tuesday pick for yesterday in the first inning. Hit a ball 403. Problem is, it didn't leave the ballpark, and I expected much more RBI. But the Blue Jays do pick up the victory over the Royals, who now dropped a 1-4 and four on the season. Yeah, and, and listen, the Royals, it took their bats a little while to get going in that uh, opening uh, series against the uh, Twins. And you would think... Uh, that they could have kept that rolling against uh, Kikuchi here, but one run and three hits in that game. Like, yep. my goodness. Uh, but, uh, hey, uh, kudos there. Uh, Chapman had a great day yesterday, too, finally, uh, for the Blue Jays. We know they're capable of smashing the ball, right? So we know that lineup in the yep. Blue Jays scoring runs aren't going to be an issue. But can they, can they get more pitching performances by Kikuchi and a few others um, you know, that they can they can stay in games and give that lineup an opportunity to do their thing. Uh, it is a potent lineup. They're going to score a million runs. I worry, though, about that back end and uh, a couple of the starters in that rotation, especially when you get the number four and five. You get 22 hits in a ball game. Most would say that's in over. Not the case here in Braves Cardinals. Four to one final where the Braves mm -hmm. started out hot and actually had their four runs very early in that ball game. But shout out to Dodd. One and oh now in the season. Major league debut. These are always the tough ones here for us handicappers to try to gauge how a player is going to react with the first major league baseball start. Not much time in major league baseball, but he performed well in this one. I also thought this game would be higher scoring with the weather conditions. Didn't turn out that way, but all you needed was four runs. And that was plenty for the Atlanta Braves. Well, it helps, too, when you got a young pitcher like that on a mound. And yep. in the first inning, uh, you know, you watch Austin Riley go absolutely yep. uh, yard there. And they were obviously Matt's. Uh, these were number one and number two last year, Donnie. The Cardinals and the Braves were number one and number two against left-handed pitching. Uh, you had two left-handers there only. Uh, the Braves ended up getting to uh, to Mats before uh, the Cardinals could do any damage against the young pitcher uh, Dodd, who, again, amazing uh, stuff there. Very impressed. And yes, uh, the Braves rack up uh, a win. What are they four and one now on the say? I think they only lost that one game. Yeah. And yeah, but Braves doing Braves things here again, and that's not an easy place to play either at uh, at uh, Bush Stadium. They got a lot of power. This Cardinals team. Uh, they got a few kids that I absolutely love. O'Neal, this kid Walker is going to be a stud for the Cardinals, an absolute stud. <laughs> 
It seems like the two teams in Major League Baseball, particularly the National League, that continue to have great farm system that produce players year and year. Like, oh, where do you see this guy get up to the Major Leagues? It's those two teams that squared off yesterday. How about this? The Rangers open the season against the National League champion Philadelphia Phillies <laughs> and promptly sweep them out. Hey, now we're going to be home and we get the Orioles. Congratulations on your new two-game losing streak here as the Orioles 7-2 pound the Rangers down in Texas here. So, Donnie, remember, I don't remember last year, right? We made a boatload of money last year taking the Orioles on the money line and run line when they were a dog. Yeah. Just take the plus one and a half, sprinkle a little something on the money line, and just sit back and watch the cash register. <laughs> and they're doing it again here. Uh, unbelievable uh, start. Pitching staff got, you know, when uh, they, they had to – Go on the fly here. They had to adjust because um, they ended up losing the pitcher last game there after he took a uh, a ball, uh, a comebacker there. Uh, but, hey, Gibson was phenomenal last night for Baltimore. They can score runs. I think this Rangers team, what you're seeing here where they, hey, we're either going to drop 18 runs on you or we're going to drop two and we're going to lose and, and we can't hit the. I think it's going to be feast or famine again for this Rangers team this year. Yeah, it feels like at high expectations, probably even got even higher after that three-game sweep against the Phillies, but yep. now coming back down to a little reality here. Tigers and the Astros. How about this? Third straight loss for the Astros, including back-to-back -back losses to the Detroit Tigers, who picked up their first two yep. wins of the year down in Houston as they win 6-3, to three, 22 hits in this one here down south. Yeah, uh, huge uh, game for them. Uh, the kid uh, Manning, too. A lot of high hopes for him. Detroit's another team. Uh, Diane, we don't anticipate we're going to see a whole lot of, uh, shall we say, uh, great wins by uh, the Tigers. But of the 20 that they're going to get this year, this was a pretty decent one, along with the extra inning game the night before. So, uh, yeah, but this is par for the course also with the Astros, right? They don't exactly hit their stride right off the start. It, there's a process here, but the Astros... I am the least concerned with uh, as a uh, two and four to start the season. Thought these two late night games here, Joe Nero, with an easy parlay piece money Ooh. line. The Athletics and the Guardians, the Dodgers and the Rockies. Easy win for the Guardians. Easy win for the Dodgers. But it wasn't the case here. Guardians mm. went down to the A's late last night. The A's, another team, doesn't want to lose. What what is going on here? A's and Tigers win. What? <laughs> In the same night. Welcome. I, I don't know. Welcome to welcome April to baseball. baseball, Joe. That's mm -hmm. it. That's what we do here. And by the way, welcome to baseball. Yeah. Next, we're going to take a look at about a half a dozen games in Major League Baseball. Mm. If you like afternoon action, you got it today. We'll be right back on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Major League Baseball on a Wednesday. Who says no? Not me and Joe. I mean, we are ready in this effort here. And obviously, look at this. 12.35 first start. Now, we're not going to talk about that game between the Cubs-Reds necessarily, but I did pick out a few games here, Joe, which I think we can make some money on, have some fun, and maybe some angles. Let's get to the Rays. We just talked about them 5-0 on the season, lining up against the Washington Nationals at 1-4. McClanahan is on the, on the bump today. 1-0 already in the season. Hasn't given up an earned run. Welcome back to the season, Shane McClanahan. No surprise there. Also no surprise, Patrick Corbin started. Opening day, he took a loss, a six mm-hmm. ERA coming into this one. If we're setting the table right now at the FanDuel Sportsbook, the Nationals, a plus 220 dog, which means the Rays are a heavy favorite at a minus 270. Now, the total in this game is listed at eight. So if you think McClanahan will dominate, maybe you're thinking to the under. But keep in mind, so many times that even during the summer, we're always checking weather conditions. You are getting summer-like conditions in the capital today, Joe. Taking a look here, 83 degrees at first pitch, 13-mile-an-hour wind blowing out the left center field. Maybe that ball is going to travel once again for the Rays, who yesterday were smashing long balls. Yeah, no, they were, and uh, they're going to smash him again here today against uh, <laughs> Corbin. But I'm in not in no mood to be laying, you know, two dollars, three dollars already at this point in the season. Yeah. What I would be willing to do is uh, try to take advantage of the left-handed Corbin against this uh, lineup that absolutely destroyed left-handed pitching, doesn't strike out much, puts the ball in play with no shift, and in a long ball in good conditions. Uh, We're talking a lot of runs here. Maybe team total would be the way I look here, Donnie, whether it be full game or maybe even the first five team total up and over for the Rays. You can probably get it at somewhere around two and a half, I think. Expect them to get to Corbin often here. Uh, And uh, I would say this is going to be close to another one of those eight to ten run efforts here by uh, Tampa Bay when it's all said and done. Yeah, with only 20 batters that Corbin faced in his first start, but lefties and righties both pounding him. But the interesting part about this is, is Corbin is a left-handed pitcher. So if we're looking at the anticipated lineup today, once again for the Rays, Joe, I'm looking at nine right-handed batters, which again, yep. early season indicator, struggling <laughs> left-hander on the mound, nine right-handed batters, wind blowing out to left field, and also, you know, 80-degree day. It doesn't bowl well here for Patrick Corbin. So maybe a better thing, because you're taking a team total. You're not laying 260 to hit that team total. You're exactly. laying minus 115, minus 120 in that price. So you figure if they win the baseball game, they're probably going to lump him up and score a couple runs. And if they don't do that and lose the ball game, you actually can still win that team total bet. Yeah, that does happen here. So something to keep an eye on there, but I love good weather conditions, certainly early in the season. Let's take a look at another baseball game that's lining up today in the afternoon, the Phillies and the Yankees. Finally, the Phillies got a win yesterday. Felt like it was never going to come. And also, maybe the pressure they really needed it yesterday because why? You're going to face Garrett Cole on the mound today. This game's going to be first pitch at 105 Eastern. Nola, who was cruising through the Rangers game, got a 5 nothing lead. And if you're an ace of a staff, Joe, 
you're supposed to close the door immediately and win that game with relative ease. They got crushed in that game opening day and proceeded to get swept by the Rangers. Maybe it changes today, but if I'm looking at the updated odds here, a minus 152 price here for the Yankees, a total, Joe, six and a half. Now, I just talked about the game down in Washington. What great weather conditions. Washington, D.C., New York City, not too far away. But how about this? 51 degrees, rain in the forecast, double digits blowing in from center field. Yankee Stadium, an under six and a half show? Is it possible? Well, you know, you got to keep an eye, too, on uh, on lineups here for both um, on both sides. True. I mean, it's this is the fifth game in a row. This is the sixth and seven days for both of these teams. So uh, and, uh, you know, to your point, Donnie, Philadelphia hasn't even been home yet. So this is what True. we always uh, refer to as these getaway games. Right. So mm -hmm. I get why the total is low, because guys usually like, yeah, all right, let's hurry up and get the hell out of here. The plane's waiting. The bus is landing. Let's get home. Home, and that's exactly how the Phillies uh, have to be feeling here. You know what you're going to get out of Cole. The fact that we can get Cole at this kind of price uh, at home here in this spot is intriguing. But keep an eye on the, the lineups and keep in mind, too, that this has been a overworked Philadelphia bullpen here uh, to start the season. So uh, if Nola has to or can't go, let's say, you know, more than five, uh, there's going to be runs in this game here, Donnie. So I would, I'm much more inclined to bet the over in this one here, even though it's a getaway game. Uh, if Nola can't go is, you know, six or seven here and keep things uh, relatively close, this thing's going to fly over the total. Yeah, it is always hard because you don't have that much room for error there. And sure, Garrett Cole can go out and throw mm -hmm. six innings and no earned runs. We get that. But you're right. If Nola puts one of those performances where he can't get through the fifth inning, I don't even care, Joe, if he only gives up one or two runs. You're going to leave four or five right. innings there going against the Yankees in that short stadium or that short porch and right, I should say. They might be able to do some damage. Braves and the Cardinals, 115 Eastern first pitch. The Braves, 4-1 and one on the season. The Cardinals, 2-3. and three. Elder versus Michaelis. Now, Elder, no statistics yet on this young season. Michaelis, a 13 point or excuse me, 13.5, yes, ERA. He actually didn't even take a loss in that game. But we are going to get some decent weather conditions out there. 65 degrees, which isn't bad, but how about this, Joe? To right center field, a 17-mile-an-hour wind. We both know, and we talked about it, these teams have some bats here. Could we be looking at a total as we're lining it out at 8.5 at a minus 130 price here at the FanDuel Sportsbook and a slight favorite toward the Cardinals at minus 124? Yeah, well, I mean, this is going to be one of those spots here where uh, Mikolas got absolutely uh, the worst luck in that opening uh, game there against Toronto. He's, I mean, he's got what? Uh, he lost 10-9. He gave up 10 hits, five runs, and three and a third innings against Toronto to start the season. Now, mind you, this is yeah. the Cardinals' number one. So I yeah. would say that, uh, you, you know, at this point, you, you're probably getting them at a discount because people are going to look at that you know, that getting lit up here by uh, Toronto, uh, I would say he bounces back at home, gives himself an opportunity in the cards. I like the cards first five with guys like Mikolas on the mound there. Um, and that's the way I would look at this. Uh, expect a nice bounce back by him, not having to go to the bullpen, making it at least five innings. And the Cardinals in all likelihood will have uh, an opportunity to have the lead. So first five for me with the cards. 
Talking about bounce backs all over the place. Let's take a look at Mets and the Brewers. The Brewers four and one on this Ooh. young season. The Mets at three and three. The Mets back to back. They got shellacked by the Brewers here. So they're looking to bounce back, including Corbin Burns, the ace of the Milwaukee Brewers, looking to bounce back from his opening day start, which left him with a 7.20 ERA. Peterson actually pitched very well for the Mets in his first start of the season, but actually came away with a loss. Lining this game up, the Brewers are a minus 142 price here at the FanDuel Sportsbook with a total listed at seven and a half. Just want to ask you this question. When you're dealing with a team as talented as the Mets, back-to-back days they got shut out. Now, you're not going up yep. against a tomato can here on the mound today, Joe. You're going up against a very good pitcher who did struggle. Is this where you just say, I'm going to take the Mets as a dog blind because they can't be bad three straight games? Or is this like, whoa, 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 there might be some issues with the Mets here? Yeah, well, there could absolutely. I mean, we got to give the advantage, right, yeah. to – Burns and them, no matter what that first outing was, we know what we're getting with Burns. So uh, if I was going to look Milwaukee, I would look early. I think um, their best bet is to try and get Burns out of there as soon as possible. Uh, but that would require the Mets to score runs here, Donnie. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, that, that has eluded them these first uh, couple of yeah. games. Uh, the total is intriguing in this one here. Uh, so it's another one of those spots where... I don't want to mess with Burns, but maybe I look at this uh, this team total of Milwaukee and look to play that up and over since they are mashing the ball right now. Yeah, it's crazy because, again, we don't have a lot to go on as opposed to, yeah, we think the Brewers probably going to be a solid team. We thought mm -hmm. the Mets would be one of the better teams in the National League. It hasn't played out that way just yet, but it's still early and a lot to turn over. But it is shocking that the Mets got beat that bad in back-to-back -back performances, and we'll see what happens a little bit later on this afternoon. Let's shift also another afternoon game, the Guardians, and excuse me, the Angels and the Mariners, a 4-10 start, which means out on the West Coast, a 1-10 start. The reason we bring this up is the most exciting game, not necessarily, but but whenever Shohei Otani is on the mound, it certainly must see TV. If we're lining this game up, Otani and the Angels are a minus 158 favorite, a total of seven. And also, I'd like to ask you this question. There's some pitchers in baseball because I'm more of a, uh, let's just say, not so good a pitcher going up against a much better lineup. Let's see if I can take advantage of a team total. Is Shohei Otani a pitcher that gets on the mound that you either look to back or fade or not necessarily for me? I see Otani on the mound and go, you know what? I'll keep it moving. Maybe a little bit overpriced, but also, I, I don't want to go against Shohei Otani. Nope. Under no circumstances do we want to go against Otani. And he pitched, listen, he pitched really good in that opening one against uh, Oakland, but uh, unfortunately the bullpen ended up losing, but he did strike out 10. Uh, you know, it, this is another one of these spots. Chris Flexen, I believe, going for Seattle today uh, because Robbie Ray has already landed on the IL with some sort of, nice. you, you ever hurt your flexor? I don't even know what the flexor is, but apparently Robbie Ray Flexing. heard it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so now the flexor <laughs> forces flexing uh -huh. into pitch here today. So I like how that worked there, Donnie. Uh, but no, it would be Otani, maybe strikeout prop two. We're taking a look here because something tells me, um, yeah, there's going to be a, a few Ks on the board here today for Seattle. About a 25-degree drop out there in Kansas City today to mm. 52 degrees, but the wind is blowing out at 10 miles an hour to right center field. That's Manoa and Granke on the mound today. Eight and a half is a total. We stayed under yesterday. Could we get an over today, or are we looking more towards unders in this one? 
the ball's got to fly out of there at some particular point here, Donnie. Sooner that wind later. is ridiculous right now. Sooner or later, yeah. it's going. Maybe uh, early first five up and over might be a pretty good look here. There you go. The NBA slate coming up next. We just covered MLB. We got you covered all the way through the early line as usual. But let's talk a little Knicks Pacers coming up next. Keep the dial right here. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to talk some NBA action here on the early line on the Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. It's Joe and Donnie here. We got a six pack of games coming up, but you know how we like to lead. Let's get after it right away. A FanDuel same game parlay segment. Let's do it. Joe and Erie, we've been having a lot of fun with these lately here, and I'm glad you are going to partake in the experience. Now, yesterday, look, it's the triumph and it's the defeat sometimes each day. Yesterday, I had the Philadelphia 76ers money line. Yesterday, I had Joel Embiid to go over 25 points and also Jason Tatum to do the same. Thank you, Jason Tatum. You didn't even get the 20 points here, and yet Joel Embiid dropped 52 and the Sixers won. So today, coming back for more. I'm going to shorten it up a little bit, but still with a nice little price point here. I'm going to the Kings and the Mavericks, who look like they're going to be full gas tonight. So I'm going to concentrate on superstars, Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. My same game parlay, look at this. Kyrie Irving over 25.5 points, and Luka Doncic over 8.5 assists. When that does hit tonight, Joe, that's going to pay me a nice plus 269 price. How about you tonight for a nice little same game parlay? Oh, like that. I uh, like yeah, it a lot here. I am. Uh, I'm going to go back to Milwaukee uh, here with the absolute drubbing uh, Milwaukee gave uh, last night uh, to the Wizards here. I would imagine uh, they'll be taking on the Bulls and the Bulls uh, got absolutely embarrassed with a Trey Youngless Atlanta team last night. And hey, while they're in that playoff spot, they certainly the play in playoff spot. 
there's still a little something here to play for because they can certainly move up the ladder rather quickly, but not with effort like we saw last night. So on the second of a back-to-back, -back, what Milwaukee has pretty much got that top spot locked up here. I do like the Bulls, who have actually uh, won two of three against Milwaukee this year. Uh, I like them to stay and keep this one close. I also, Zach Levine, one of seven last night is what he was. It was a terrible night shooting, but he also just set the record this year and franchise record for most three-pointers in a season. So uh, mm. he's made 201 of them. I'm anticipating he's going to make a few more here uh, tonight against what should be not exactly the toughest defensive game and effort put together by the Bucs. So give me Zach Levine over uh, two and a half uh, three-pointers made, and I like the Bulls at seven and a half to stay within them and possibly even win this one outright. Now, we expect a sweep here on the early line for both of these same-game parlays, but if one of us were to falter and one of us were to win, look at that. Plus money on both sides. You can't lose. Mm -hmm. Fantastic stuff. We'll see how that plays out a little bit later on this evening, but let's get into the card. Now, most would say, Donnie, come on, man. Knicks Pacers, what's the deal here? Like, the Knicks aren't going anywhere in the standings. The Pacers have already been eliminated, but we are handicappers here. This is what makes it fun. So my question to you, Joe Ranieri, how do we approach games like this where not a ton is on the line, but it's not as if this game is a pick -em. You have a heavy favorite here for the New York Knicks still without Julius Randle. How do you approach this game? Are we looking at points? Are we looking for a cover? How does it go here? Well, uh, with any other coach other than Thibs, uh, we would might be worried about some teams maybe taking their foot off the gas. But that is not – I mean, listen, the Knicks know – uh, they're already locked in, right? They already know who their first-round opponent is. They're, everything is already set. But if you know Thibs, then you understand that uh, maybe the most important part to him is making sure um, that they stay focused, they stay locked in, uh, and they, uh, they just absolutely demolish Indiana here, which is exactly what they are going to do. Indiana's already stuck to st stick a fork in, and we know this. Uh, I would expect the Knicks to come out like uh, they have much of this season, Donnie, in the first half come out and boat race this Indiana team. Indiana's a very slow starting team. They usually pick it up in the second half. Um, I think this game will be over before it starts. Expect the Knicks to come out focused and handle business early. I'll go first half with the New York Knicks here. 7.30 tip tonight, the Raptors and the Celtics. This also is an interesting one here because, you know, still mm. jockeying for position might be one thing for both of these teams, but also the double back-to-back, -back, right? The Raptors played on the road last night. The Celtics played yeah. on the road last night. Both of these teams will play tonight. If we look at the FanDuel Sportsbook, most updated lines here, Boston, a minus four-point favorite and a total of 225. When I, I want to focus here on, Joe, the 225 here. How do you usually approach games where both teams were on the road, then playing the next? night in a back-to-back -back. are there tired legs or you don't really worry about that and that number has already been factored in and also the side here the Celtics trying to rebound Toronto Raptors trying to stay hot what's the angle tonight that we might be looking at well, no, first and foremost, who's playing, who's not, right? Because uh, yeah, these teams on the second of a back-to-back, -back, uh, there could be all sorts of guys maybe taking uh, the night off here. But in general, uh, both of these teams, I mean, the Celtics have won five of their last six. The Raptors have won uh, four of their last five. Um, I would anticipate that we probably get a very up-tempo game here for um, Toronto. We know uh, that they 
can shoot, that being, of course, the Boston uh, Celtics here at home. It's always tough to go against them. But I might uh, I might lean towards the side of maybe a few more points than people uh, anticipate because of those tired legs, maybe a little less defense, a little more offense here tonight. I would certainly look at the over in this one. Yeah, it should be an interesting one to see it play out. And also, you know, when Jalen Brand is coming back, is it tonight? They're going to rest him again. So certainly in the NBA, as Joe pointed out, always make sure you get those updates. Even if at 2 p.m. Mm -hmm. it says somebody's been upgraded to questionable. One yes. of my favorite ones, like, oh, that really helps me a little bit later. It's a question mark if he's going to play. Thank you for that update. Now take a look who's going to play or not play tonight. You talked about this game quite a bit already, Joe. Bulls and the Bucks here. Bulls 17 yep. and 22 on the road. The Bucks we know are dominant at home at 31 and 8. Also looking to tie down the number one overall seed with a three-game lead currently here on the Boston Celtics, who also play tonight. But if we're lining this game up, the Bucks are a favorite here, minus six and a half. The total listed at two twenty-eight and a half. How does this play out? Rested and ready versus maybe a team that won and is a little bit tired coming into today. Yeah, well, you had mentioned it earlier as well, right? Milwaukee, an extremely deep team here. Uh, they didn't have Middleton last night, and they still dropped a buck forty uh, against Washington here. But we, the one thing we know, and the reason why Chicago has had success this yeah. year, winning two of three uh, for Milwaukee, is because they're going to bring some defense. They have the shooting to go to toe to toe, and they're also uh, going to play some defense. I think more so than uh, than what the Washington Wizards. Uh, showed last night but I've got concerns is why if you're Milwaukee you pretty much got the top spot like why would you why is Giannis going why would you know I, I would tend to think maybe Middleton doesn't go again uh, here they've got bigger fish to fry here I don't like the way the Bulls played that game last night uh, with Terrible. a uh, against Atlanta. I do think it's a great bounce back for them against the team they've had some success with. I think the Bulls are going to be a little bit more focused here tonight. Yeah, it's because also when you take a look at the travel, because both of those teams did play yesterday, the Bulls did play at home. Not a really mm. far jump here from Chicago to get no. up to uh, Milwaukee to play that game. So we'll see how it bounces back. But granted, one team is a decided favorite here. We'll see which teams show up to play back to backs across the board here. How about this? Grizzlies and the Pelicans. Grizzlies on the road. We know they're a sensational home team, but struggle a little bit there, Joe. 15 and 23 overall. The Pelicans at 25 and 14. The Pelicans certainly jockeying for position. Maybe the Grizzlies looking to hang around in their spot if we line this game up the pelicans five and a half point favorite they were favorite last night and lost outright 229 as a price tag here how do we approach this game between the grizzlies and the pelicans tonight yeah i mean call me uh crazy but i'm gonna go i i was on the under in that pelicans uh game last night because the one thing we know they're gonna bring some defense at home um, and Memphis, same situation here. They have, I think, two and one against uh, New Orleans here. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think uh, the Pelicans at home, it's been very profitable to back the unders here. And I think that's exactly what we're going to do again here tonight. Uh, that was not great uh, by them last night there. The offense went to sleep. I do think they clamped down again defensively. And I think uh, this game lands in the 220 area as opposed to the 230 area. 
one of the tougher ones you can have here is when you have the road back-to-back. You saw the Kings yesterday play extremely well against the Pelicans. Now they take that flight over to Dallas and take on the Mavericks, who are home and waiting for them, 22-16. and We did have the thoughts of maybe the Mavericks are shutting down their two superstars for the rest of the season, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen tonight. Luka Doncic and also Kyrie Irving expected to play tonight. Lining this game up, the Mavericks here at the FanDuel Sportsbook currently, a minus six-point favorite with a total of 242.5. It feels like the last stand for the Mavericks. Do you give a boost to the Mavericks in this spot here, or just say, hey, the Kings still playing well on the road, even if it is a back-to-back? How do you approach this game? Because the Mavericks haven't given us a lot to stand behind them with. Yeah, I mean, call me crazy here, but something tells me uh, the one thing we know about both these teams uh, is that Sacramento won't play any defense uh, and uh, Dallas can't play any defense. Uh, So it's going to be all about the points, points and more points here. Uh, For me, I do think, in fact, uh, that Dallas will come out with a little bit of juice here tonight. Sacramento still got a little something going here, right? An opportunity to get that number two seed here uh, over Memphis so uh, this is not I wouldn't anticipate them uh, taking a step back at all here Sacramento I think we're going to get points points and more points I think it's going to be an entertaining game and one that I would bet the over on crypto.com arena tonight the battle of los angeles the clippers and the lakers we saw the lakers in elevation last night in utah need overtime so the question is who's actually going to play for the lakers tonight but yes the lakers still jockeying for position but have that cushion now where it's like okay looks like we're not going to miss the playoffs outright here you have the clippers at home over 21 and 18 so de facto home games for both squads but a favorite here for the clippers joe at a minus Mm. four price and a total of 229 Question number one, is LeBron playing tonight? Question number two, who's actually going to win this game? Yeah, that's a great question because, uh, you know, betting the Clippers in in this kind of price range, I don't care who it's again. Good luck, Donnie. Uh, That has been a money burner this year because you're never sure which team is going to show up. And the Lakers had to go to OT to win that one. If I was going to look anywhere, I might look early here and think maybe the Clippers come out a little motivated there and uh, take a lead into the break. Uh, But trying to figure out which Clipper team shows up is just absolutely impossible here. But I do think, like you said, I think this game means a little bit more to the Clippers here than, uh, than the Lakers who, hey, they got the win last night in overtime. Uh, they are back home in sorts. What's the difference if they beat the Clippers or don't beat the Clippers? I got to tell you one thing, though, Joe. Like, I know the Lakers played last night and won, but you can't just punt this game away. Because if you're like, okay, well, the Clippers no. are the third seed, the Lakers no. are the eighth seed, it doesn't matter. They are tied right now between six and seven. And the difference is mm-hmm. one team's going to be in the play-in. The other team is not going to be the play-in. So if you're LeBron James, Anthony yep. Davis, I understand you want to get your rest and you're looking forward to the playoffs. But my goodness, the difference between six and yep. seven might be the biggest difference between, I don't know, one and two, right? Depending on if you get home court advantage throughout the playoffs. So that should certainly be an interesting thing to watch overall. I want to see if LeBron plays because that'll show you something here. If AD and LeBron sit this one out and punt and the Clippers end up winning, that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out down the stretch. An unbelievable Wednesday morning right here on the grid on the early line. And Joe Ranieri once again doing a great job. He did so well. I asked everybody if he could come back tomorrow. They said yes. He's in and we're ready to go. I'm going to close it down next. Thank you, Joe Ranieri. We'll see you tomorrow. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, final segment here on a Wednesday edition of the Early Line Series XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Network. Today, it was myself and Joe Ranieri over the last two hours powering through to make sure we set the table for the rest of your Sports Grid programming, which does include Ben Stevens and the morning after coming up next. So make sure you stay tuned. A lot of topics that we went over today, which included a massive schedule yesterday in Major League Baseball. NBA action. Yeah, it is fantastic. A lot of teams played yesterday. A lot of teams playing today. Why? Sunday is the last day of the regular season. April 11th, the play-in round starts. April 15th, the first round of the playoffs starts. So a lot of fun to look forward to there. Also hit some NFL topics today. Is Mac Jones still going to be the quarterback of the New England Patriots in 2023? We'll find out hopefully sooner than later. And also, Major League Baseball, yes, it's early. The Masters is going to start tomorrow. Fantastic. Did you see how many day baseball games are today? Listen up. How about this? I think there's 13 games on the docket. 12 of those games will begin before 4 o'clock Eastern. Sensational stuff. And you don't even have to wait up late tonight, even if you wanted to watch a little bit later action. Toronto and Kansas City, first pitch, 740 Eastern. How about that? Be in bed here. Pitch clock, what are we in? A full Major League Baseball day done by roughly, I don't know, 10 o'clock Eastern. Sign me up for that. Now, granted, we did see yesterday Manny Machado not happy here. Struck out on a full count call without a pitch. Why? A little bit of dilly-dally there in the batter's box here. Got the attention of the umpire. You ran out the pitch clock. You're out of here, which Machado didn't like. Probably said a few magic words and was ejected from the game. So that certainly was big news yesterday. Everybody's going to get used to this, right? And also, Alcantara down in Miami throwing a complete game shutout, one to nothing, which showed only one solo home run in the second inning. It took under two hours. Are you telling me right now you'd rather that game take four hours with no action on the field and nothing going on? Stop the madness. We love the pitch clock. And if you don't right now, you'll get used to it, and eventually you will love it as well. But you know what I do love? Day Major League Baseball, and it's happening all over the place today. So make sure you keep it right here on the grid. Fun abound. Stay tuned up. Ben's coming up next on TMA. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 